Welcome to episode 53 of Squared Circle Rewind, where we are going to review WWF SummerSlam 1992. And uh, before we get started, I just want to say that we are currently uploading our backlog of podcasts onto Anchor, which in turn is putting us onto Stitcher, Breaker, Pocket Casts, um, Google Podcasts. Anchor, and then a sixth one that I cannot remember. Do you remember, Dave? No. You don't remember? No, not iTunes. Not yet. Not yet. WIP, work in progress. Yes, iTunes and Spotify hopefully soon. So just another way for you guys to... Breaker. Did I say that one? Yeah. I did, hey? Breaker, 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 (laughs) 1-9. Oh, crap. Well, it's six platforms. Uh, Dave, who is our social media maven, will will put it up and let everyone know. So that's an exciting time in... I guess this is episode one of season two, if we want to be We're nerds. making history. Making history. We're making history. Yes. That's all we get is a golf clap, though. Not not applause. This is the first episode to take us over to season two. Season two, episode one. Episode one, yeah. Which you can find on DVD at your local. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. And maybe VHS, too, but it's going to cost yep. you a mint. All right. <laughs> From there, let's. Uh, I'm going to kick it to Dave for this week's body language. I love it. You have to stick to the format, man. Well, um, it's not. I, it's, that it's, better be his body language thing going forward because <laughs> that's phenomenal. But give us the rundown. Well, unfortunately, yes. This is this this segment of body language is called Vader time. It's one minute dedicated to Vader, who unfortunately passed away Monday evening. It was announced Wednesday by his family. He passed of pneumonia. He got a, he he was also dealing with a lot of heart issues. He was diagnosed with heart uh, like a heart disease. He actually said on Twitter that he only had one to two years to live. Yeah. And but we talked via Twitter a couple weeks ago to a month ago. He was actually planning a return to the ring because he felt great. And then he got hit with pneumonia, and unfortunately, that's what took him away Monday night. Yeah, that's um, some very sad news. But um, it's. It's always hard because when they pass, it's like he should be in Hall of Fame. Yeah, and I would I would love to hear but his speech. At the same time, maybe he was asked and didn't want to. We don't know the inside details. Uh, but I would like to talk about uh, how amazing he was as a big man. Uh, oh my god! Like bro, he, probably he, top three ever in yeah, history. Like he could do moon salts, man. Moon salts. He was over four hundred pounds ridiculous and he was a scary man like yeah. for for a big monster heel when i think big monster heel i think of vader mm-hmm. easily like i don't know if you guys have seen the interview with him and taker they're on a talk show oh in and the talk, yeah and the yep. talk show host I, I can't remember if the talk host directly said it's fake or asked if it was fake i think he asked he said, it in a, he said it in a manner where he was kind of saying it was fake but he was asking it because English is kind of a second language to yeah. him, obviously. So, and I mean... He saw yeah. the Wrath of Vader. Oh, yeah. You can even see Taker in the seat going, mm-mm. Nope. nope not a good idea. Uh, and Vader 
he was also well respected among the boys. No, I've I've heard no bad stories about him. Like uh, local promoter here in Alberta, Kurt Sorokin, shares a story about Vader about how <laughs> he was working backstage at the WWF event, and Vader asked him where his, his kids were sitting. And Kurt shows him where, and then during Vader's entrance, he actually purposely went over and scared Kurt's kids. <laughs> Gave him a good show. There you go. <laughs> As there a rib, go. and just very well known for like being kind. For and he, you know, people don't know. Some people don't know he was on Boy Meets World. He played the father figure. Yeah, that's right. Right. So you know, just rest in peace. Like Vader, has so many memories because of him. And we just recently reviewed him winning the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. Yep. Kind of crazy. Oh man! But that's been uh, that's body language this week, and uh, I think it's time for some facts. I think, I think facts. it depends. It depends on our our, our our tech guy. Well, he's he's been drinking the uh, the, the. He juice. was on vacation for a week in yeah, Cuba. He, was yeah, it? he was drinking some Cuban I'm juice. Cu- I'm on the Cuban sauce. Yes. <laughs> but to end, but to end, body language. Well. All right. Yeah, I had to. I had to listen to it. <laughs> All right. And now, everybody. <laughs> I say, chaps, it's time for your beneficial facts. I should get a boo for that English accent <laughs> that I attempted. And yeah, you really right. should. It Just so everyone knows, you know what? SummerSlam '92 is actually in England. Yeah, isn't that my job? That is your so job. I'm just saying. I would just like to say I <laughs> want you to do sound effects for every one of these pay-per-views. So like Halloween Havoc, you got to go like spooky. No control. And then and then like Starcade, you got to be like Santa or something. I don't know. You got now you have to do it all the time. Santa. What's well, in December? Claudia says good effort, Ben. What what else? What else are you so, gonna do? Thanks for tuning in, Claudia. Anyways, on to beneficial facts. So, SummerSlam 1992, the SummerSlam you thought you'd never see. I hope I saw it after it was promoted for so long. SummerSlam took place at Wembley Stadium in London, England, in front of a monstrous crowd of 80,355 fans. Wow, that's huge. The event took place on Saturday, August 29th, 1992, but aired on Monday, August 31st on pay-per-view in North America, you know, because of the time difference thing and, uh, and all that. And, uh, just, uh, for the record, uh, North America is Canada, U.S. and Mexico. <laughs> Are you implying yes! something there? Yes. No, let's also so say there that you go. there was a, obviously a days in between from when they filmed it and they aired it. Which was no risk, because back then there was no dirt sheets. There was nope. no spoilers. Nope. Yep. Crazy. Now, if they do that, it's like instant as you yep. go spoilers. Yes. So, so, fans back in the day, lucky. This was the first major pay-per-view other than WrestleMania six to take place outside of the United States. First SummerSlam to take place outside the United States, obviously. SummerSlam 92 will go down as probably the greatest plan B of all time. As far as venue selection, Plan A was actually supposed to have been in Landover, Maryland, which is where Survivor Series 1995 would be held. Uh, But business at the time in 1992 would dictate that the European shows as a whole for WWE were hot commodities and big sellers, whereas the U.S. shows were struggling at the time. So 
so in June of 1992, Vince McMahon made the call and selected London, England as a spot for SummerSlam. Good call. Yes, very good call. Uh, ticket sales were... Sorry. Ticket sales was something worth popping corks over, some would say. There were many reports as to how many were sold in the first day, week, hours, months, eh, not months, sorry, etc. But according to sources, 75,000 of the tickets that were sold were actually bought and paid for. And the company grossed uh, close to $3 million. Wow. And for 1992 WWE, that's pretty much winning the lottery. Yeah. All right. The U.S. and U.K. broadcasts aired different matches as well. Some uh, we didn't see in the U.S., but some we, they didn't see in uh, the U.K. Oh. The U.K., I'll have you know, is Ireland, Scotland, and England. Okay. Just so you know. <laughs> this guy doesn't know where Mexico go. is, and now he's telling us about you. No, I'm stepping up my game. Jesus. I make one he mistake, saw I'm stepping up my game. And he's making it his strength. That's right. I get guess. it. I get it. Watch, we're going to have like 10 hits all of a sudden. Say, no, it's not! <laughs> <laughs> um, 11 matches actually happened at the event. The matches... Really, uh, I saw eight. Yes. Yeah. I will, if you oh, I'm sorry. I'm just jumping in. Rude. Rude. Rick. Rude. <laughs> Bobby. God. Bobby. Rude. Rude. Anyways, these two can shut up now. Um, <laughs> the matches shown, or not shown on the U.S. broadcast, were as followed. Papa Shango versus Tito Santana. Papa Shango. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Tatanka and the Berserker. Oh, well, thank, thank God, God. Didn't say that. Oh, no, it gets better. Oh. We missed the epic six-man tag team match. Oh. Ooh. The Mountie and the Nasty Boys okay. versus Jim Duggan and the Bushwhackers. That, that should have been a main event. Of what? I of SummerSlam. Of SummerSlam, now you do. You know, I feel like Vince knew... That, that, uh, would that be 10, 20, what is it? I can't even math right now. 26 years later? Is that right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah give or take. He, he knew 26 years later that I would be watching SummerSlam 1992, and he's like, no, don't put Jim Duggan and the Bushwhackers on, on the this same car. Team. On the same team. Because in 26 years, Jesse's going to watch this, and he's going to be really upset. Thank you, Evans Vince. from the heavens. Yeah, thank you, Vince. That's very nice of you. <laughs> the UK broadcast did not air Crush versus the Repo Man, and Lucky the speculation and the speculation was is that uh, they were they used that time as uh, kind of like a intermission. Kerry mm. um, Von Erich was actually supposed to have been on the show to fight Papa Shango. Oh, but they selected Tito Santana. Um, uh, Kerry Von Eger was, was actually released in August of uh, 1992, but um, due to um, I, I'm not going to air out his uh, his uh, laundry as to uh, why that uh, happened though. Commentary is done by Bobby the Brain Heenan and Vince McMahon. Um, I enjoyed the opening video. Great shot of footage of London, the fans, the culture. Did you enjoy the shot of the kid saying British Bulldog is going to win whether he likes to or not? No, it's the British Bulldog's going to win whether he wants to or not. And I went... (laughs) (laughs) That kid was phenomenal. (laughs) Wait, is he trying to... Is he trying to say this is scripted? But I, I, I know in the future here, Bulldog comes up to a rumble and he's like, I'm going to win because... That's a little... It, it, it's... Oh, we're back. We're back, everybody. We're, we're back, back, everybody. Thank you, Mr. Man. 
So Bulldog was talking about, um, was talking in the future, I think it's 1996 or 97, he's coming in and he's like, I'm going to win because I'm bizarre. So I think it's just a British thing. You know, they don't, they don't make sense. That's it. And sorry about the confusion, everybody. We had a power outage here. We had a cra- we had a crazy thunderstorm today, so everything's a little bit messed up. Which which thunderstorm? <laughs> I don't know. None of them I don't like. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Let's go to the first match, though. The first match yeah. is as uh, <laughs> my million dollar man laugh. Money Incorporated versus the Legion of Doom. Uh, <sighs> okay. Now I just want to mention a couple of notes here before we get in there. This is the last match LOD would have with each other for more than three years, like close to four years until they would reunite in 1996. Crazy. That's insane. uh, That's because Hawk is all messed up. Yeah, Hawk at this point is in rough shape at this time. And uh, following the match, Hawk would actually skip out on the flight back to the U.S. and would join the London chapter of the Hells Angels. Wow, swerve. And... um, yeah, like I said before, I'll leave it at that. I don't want to air the dirty laundry on no. this show. Well, I was just going to say that all makes sense because my first note is Hawk looked out of it at the beginning. Well, he was on uh, some sedatives of some sort, you can tell, just by the grogginess. Yeah, yeah. Um, all, uh, But this match wasn't that good considering who was in it. But despite him being on sedatives, let's put him on a motorcycle and ride to the ring. That's right. What could go wrong? In one of the best entrances of all time. I love that entrance. I just love their theme music. Okay. And when they came out... Now, the only thing I'm confused is Rocco. Yeah, what's with the puppet? Apparently, the dummy was driving the bike, too. We, we, only, apparently. we only watch the pay-per-views, but like it's never been explained why he has a puppet. Never been he explained. doesn't even do the ventricle... I know why they have the ventriloquist. There you go. But how do you ventriloquism? I know. He's not doing the act of ventriloquism. You're not even saying it right. (laughs) Just stop saying it. Boggling language. (laughs) They have the dummy because there was a segment on WWE Superstars. At this time, the Wrestling Buddies. Remember the Wrestling Buddies? Oh, yeah. Wrestling Buddies were awesome. Yeah, I still have mine. Are awesome. I have my, uh, my Hulk Hogan one still. Um, Basically... Rocco was their wrestling buddy when they were growing up. They used to beat the crap out of it, right, left, and center, and yeah, that was basically the okay. whole story. Well, let's let's. So now... it's like a sentimental value thing. Yeah. Okay, I, okay. Uh, give me your guys' thoughts on the match. Um, I no. First, no, I love the LOD entrance. Yes, you just yeah. you said love. Okay, thank you. I can never say enough. Uh, not much happening, but I did say that I love the heel work. Of, yeah. of Money Inc. Yeah. I like Ted DiBiase in the white suit. That was pretty cool. Right? That's classy. Cool. It's just different. You know, because you're white. It's such, a, it's such a like classy color and, and, a, and a non-heel thing, too. Usually heels don't wear white. Yeah, because usually heels are like the dark colors. Yeah. And the faces... Well, except for Savage. He's like an exception. He Savage does whatever he wants. But otherwise, the match... Nothing really special. No. Ben? Uh, solid match, I thought. Okay. Um, anticipated. <laughs> anticipated match. Hey, it's based on different opinions. Ben doesn't care about your opinions. I Apparently really not. Um, anticipated match. Uh, should have been for the titles, but given the stipulate, given the situations with LOD, I, I get why it wasn't. And um, also that they didn't have the titles. No, that. Well, I mean, this is... <laughs> Besides that fact. Should have... Well, the, the, this, based on the stock of both teams, this actually should have been the... Tag team title match. It should have been. But they weren't the champions. No, but 
They had Meek should have had the titles for this match is basically what I'm saying. And they should have won their match? Have, well, you have LOD and Money Inc. coming together to have their rematch finally after, you know, when Money Inc. actually took the titles away from LOD back in January. Oh, they they never got sense. that. They never got that rematch. So you want I, continuity. Okay. Yes, you yes, that's what he wants. Interrupting. That's the what he wants, yes. No, con- I'm, I'm giving you continuity. Yeah, okay. Um... Have I mentioned the dummy stupid? Yep. Okay. Um, Hawk is not himself, as I mentioned before. Animal carried the load well for LOD in this match, even though he burned his leg getting off the motorcycle. He took a huge flight on that shoulder tackle he did. Yeah. yeah. And then a dropkick. I was like, yep. damn, this guy's That's just off to Animal for this match. We're carrying the load and just working through the little uh, mishap with yeah. the motorcycle there. Um the dummy Pretty sucks painful. by the dummy sucks by the way and um he's okay. like eh, oh okay opening bout see i didn't think it was uh i didn't think it was up to snuff for what ted DiBiase and irs can do as a tag team and also when you take out like when hawk can't contribute lod suffers obviously yeah and it shows animal can't be a singles guy wow. it just doesn't work and to me, it was like I was—I I found myself being kind of bored by it. But the crowd was into it, so good, good. That's that's. I got energy. From that's it. that's the whole point. Is the crowd's got to be into it. Uh, and the finish was, uh, Animal whips DiBiase off the ropes and hits him with a pretty nice power slam to win one, two, three. I was hoping for the Dimsy device. I think that was because Hawk was out of it. And they couldn't. Probably the best that they did. Yes. So what is our consensus on this bad boy? Seems appropriate. Very, quiet golf clap. Very quiet golf clap. Our live lines is pretty quiet tonight. Let's yeah. try it. Let's try that again. There That's go. better. There you go. There you go, audience. Wake up. Wake up. And then go to sleep. Yes. <laughs> and then don't come <laughs> and back. Power outage. And then don't don't come back for this match, okay? Yeah. Oh oh god. Uh, next match <laughs> is um, Nails versus Virgil. Ah. Well, um, all I can say is. What a sloppy match. Um, From the get-go. Like, legit, within the first seconds, there was confusion. It looked like Virgil wanted to push Nails against the ropes, and Nails says, uh-uh, I ain't having that. Nails? And, like, halfway through, like, manpowers him into the turnbuckle. And you can tell Virgil's like, uh, what just happened? Nails looked like he was wanting to have a shoot fight with him. And Virgil wasn't aware. Yeah, it was That's terrible. What it like. And Nails, there's other moves besides choking. I'm just saying, that is his only thing. He doesn't even throw punches. He chokes. Well, he did. He punched the punched the mat when he's trying to do a sunset flip. And <laughs> oh, God. He punched the mat. And he didn't, he didn't like even sell it. He's just like, yeah, that's cool. He's in prison, well, man. He's in prison for five years. Also, Virgil can't throw a punch. Well, that too. Yeah, for a even professional in, Even boxer. in his uh, pre Yeah, for a professional boxer, air quote. Yeah, yeah. even for in his pre-match... Interviews. Yeah. Um, I've never seen someone look so horrendous, awful, terrible, and the worst thing I've ever seen so simultaneously by just simply getting out of the ring. So tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Don't hold back. Ben's triggered! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to have the explosion. <laughs> Don't because I'm arrows again. Yeah, exactly. We don't need that. Um, oh jeez, guys! I got nothing. Meals. I got nothing else for this. I, I, I have a lot of notes, just not good on this ones. match. No, just in. Well, just hold on. Guys like Nails is the exact reason why you look at the depth of the roster at the time and you go, "Wow, how the mighty have fallen." 
Yeah. Because you think about it, two years previous, you have Dusty Rhodes, you have Macho Man, you got Mr. Perfect, you got Kerry Von Erich. You know, on you, the undercard. De- yeah. well, I mean, you've got depth. Yeah, you, know, you, got, you got all those guys on the undercard, and now you have Earthquake males. And Hulk Hogan. Where's Skinner? Anywho, I'm going to go to the finish, if that's okay making, I don't know how you're making this worse, but you really are. I'm going to the finish, <laughs> okay. uh, because this match was junk, and we all know it. Nails wins with a sleeper that looked like a choke, but they still let it him win. It was a choke. Yeah. So, we're it's just... Illegal. So we're just disqualified. We're just not following rules. Yeah, screw um, it. What's our consensus? I'm pretty sure I don't want this. Live fans, what do you say? You need to spot areas. <laughs> yup. Yep. Yup. All right. And but, yeah. And let, let's but let's bring it back up a little bit with this next match. Let's just just lift up the crowd just a little bit after that. One more note though. <laughs> Some weeks later, Nails would actually attack Vince McMahon over the payoff at SummerSlam. Yes, and he also he is the one of the reasons why Vince felt didn't he go got to jail paid. for the steroid trial. He oh. felt he got paid too much. <laughs> for well, his no, work. he didn't get paid enough. I'm like, apparently, huh? apparently the payoff uh, for nails is like eight or nine thousand dollars. I'm like, you got nine thousand dollars for that? I'd be kissing his ass for that <laughs> easily. All right, let's go to the better match. Better match? Any match is better than that's that. true. But let's go on. Okay. <laughs> Next match is the model Rick Martel versus Shawn Michaels, heel on heel. I love in the interview beforehand that Sherry insists because the so the two men are so beautiful that there could be no face. I kind of felt Rick was a face in this match. No, Sean was. Because the fans were cheering for Rick. The Tell fans me. were cheering for Rick. Yeah, they didn't care for Sean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The fans were cheering for Rick the whole time because Rick, yeah. being, Rick is being the goofy one and smiling. Yeah. And was getting all the comeuppance. Comeuppance. Yeah. Comeuppance on Michaels. I do love how Vince McMahon comments that Sherry's missing part of her outfit. Yeah. <laughs> That was pretty funny because her her butt There's cheeks are her butt her cheeks are hanging out, which is quite risque for 1992. Yeah, like wow, was not having that. Yeah, the yeah. match. Uh, I love the pace. Like it starts off really fast. Um, however, the match kind of gets cheeky, if you say. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little over it's the top. A little, no, no, I, I liked I, it though. I, I, mean, I know. That's no, 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 no. I meant cheeky, literally, because <laughs> there's a spot. Where they're each pulling tights. Yes. And each time they did the roll through, the tights got lower and lower. And, Sean's and thankfully, they hit the ropes because I was kind of scared they actually kept going <laughs> yeah. how low the pants would have been. Where were you guys going with this one, guys? <laughs> the fans <laughs> loved it. They did, they did. Especially the girls. Especially the girls. You know, the boys have the permanent with sensational share. The girls got to get some too, I guess. Um, I did like how they were doing, they were exchanging nip-ups and almost hitting each other in the face each time and remembering that, <laughs> oh crap, you know, Sherry doesn't want us to hit us. <laughs> yes. And they'd stop and it was just... Well, that's the reason why I say Rick was the, was the face. Yeah. Because Shawn Michaels eventually breaks that rule. Comedy, this is good comedy. This is good yeah. wrestling comedy. But it's the not, wrestling was good. Yes, yes. And it's... it's very it's, technical. Yeah. It. They're so good and they could do funny things, but the match didn't suffer because of it. Where, like, you can watch goofy crap like the Bushwhackers, and the match is awful, and they're trying to be funny, and that's awful. Yeah, I'm hating on Always the Bushwhackers. The bushwhackers. Oh, you want me to go <laughs> off on Jim Duggan, too? Oh! Well, each, char- each character in this match played their craft to perfection, even Sherry. Um, it was over-the-top with eye-rolling moments, but... It, it, it was good, and the, the match, 
the match was excellent. The wrestling was solid. Sherry was great. The no hitting of the face was just, I'm like, that's, that's the icing on the cake on yeah. that one. And uh, I just had a great time watching this match. I fun. actually watched it twice. Oh, wow. I watched. Was, I, I thought it was a fantastic match. It was a fun match. That was to get the taste of the Nails Virgil match out of your mouth. And her, <laughs> and her Sherry faints. When she faints after they start hitting each other, in the, slapping each other in the face, and she faints, that is gold. Because they both stop to go check on her, and then they get into a thing. They both get, well, at least the finish. They both get double counted out at that point. Yeah. And then they, they like, they each try to carry her off. And then the other guy comes and knocks them down. And Sherry just keeps on getting hit into the ground. And then, and she's faking the entire time, which is hilarious. It's so well done. So well done until Rick Martel throws water on her. And Bobby Heenan's commentary. Oh, Bobby Heenan. Well, oh, this match was... Oh, we didn't touch on the, on the Money, Inc. match where IRS is laying on the ground and his ties forwards. Yeah. And then one, one of the... Uh, there was LED steps on it. Animal. Animal yeah, steps animals on it. And he was like, that's his tongue. <laughs> that's his tie. Gold. Gold. So what was our uh, consensus on this match? I like it. I like it. Yes, yes, yes. And back down. <laughs> Build up. We don't want fans getting used to one emotion here. That's right. That's right. We don't, we don't need that. Okay. What's the next match there, Betty Bomb? It is the WWE Tag Team Championship, the Natural Disasters, who are the champions, versus the Beverly Brothers. Um, I'm happy to see the Natural Disasters as the champs, even though I kind of went off my tirade about Money, Inc. and LOD. But I am glad to see them as champs, especially Earthquake, who at this point, he's, he's put in his time yeah. and his dues. I'm, good, I'm glad he has a title. That's great. Why are the Beverly Brothers in this match? Because um, their tights are beautiful. For real, like, like, like. So they're glorified from what, squad. From what from drummers. what we've watched, okay. If it's not so, if Money Inc's facing LOD, well, then the next contenders are the Nasty Boys, the way they've pushed them, right? And now I got the Beverly Brothers, whose their last rivalry was against the Bushwhackers and Jameson. What? And to I me, mean, this the, the I, didn't, Beverly, I didn't like this match. Beverly Brothers are they're more or less just uh, uh, glorified talent enhancement. Yeah, really. the only thing that I like about the Beverly Brothers is I think that their attire is very professional looking. It's a really nice attire. Okay, really nice. Other than that, that's the only thing good thing we can say about this yeah. match. I didn't care for this. The ma- like I saw, I thought it had good back and forth. It wasn't very smooth. You know, no. it was just good back and forth. Like the, uh, but the crowd I, loved it for some reason. I don't know why. Those English fans are crazy. They only loved it when the natural disasters were getting the upper hand. That is true. They were popping for when they're supposed yeah. to pop. Uh, there was one spot that that typhoon did that I laughed. It was like a reverse face smash reversal thing. I don't know if you guys yeah. remember it. Yeah, it yeah. looks like it looked really bad. Because yeah. I'm like, why is that guy his size? Doing the, a face crusher, yeah, as a reversal, yeah. Like he's jumping off, like into the air, and then he lands on his feet and then grabs his face and like it just looks so yeah, bad, yeah. Sloppy. So Typhoon earns his nickname. Thank, Thank you. you for not making that so loud. Yeah, that's very nice of you. Um, two the two biggest things that I have is I really had a hard time di- digesting the fact that. The Beverly Brothers could actually inflict punishment on a team three times their weight and size. 
Yeah, they didn't. Because, I mean, up until this point, the natural disasters look like they just walk all over you anytime, any way they please. They have so, the height, but not the I weight. Mean, so the Beverly Brothers just teeing off on them. I'm like, no, that does. I'm sorry, that doesn't work for me. I don't believe that. I mean, it doesn't was suspend my suspend your disbelief. disbelief. Yeah, it, it and that is that horribly. Let me tell you, that is key. That's that's key in wrestling. It's key in movies. It's key in TV shows. If they can make you suspend your disbelief, they got you. As soon as you sit there and go, wait a second, because as soon as you do your first Irish whip, like it's over, <laughs> right? It makes no sense. But if they have you, you're willing to believe whatever they tell you. No. 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 Natural disasters don't really work well with me as a face team. No, no. Guys that size should be heels, yeah. for sure. Uh, earthquake hits the aftershock on one of the Beverly's. I have no clue who. Oh, the fans popped hard. Oh, and they sure do. The crowd loved was, it. When he was doing the yeah. stuff of it. Yeah. Uh, what's our consensus? Soft cloth, golf clap, cloth, cloth, <laughs> soft cloth. That sounds like a nasty word, like moist. Go off, moist cloth. Soft, uh, soft, uh, Wimbledon, soft cloth. Wimbledon, uh, golf clap. <laughs> All right, and then we stay and down. Did you say Wimbledon? That's tennis. <laughs> no. We're in England, though. Wimbledon is in England. We couldn't say the British Open. I could have said the British Open. That's in England too, but Wimbledon is in England too. <laughs> in tennis. tennis. In tennis, they go. Okay, we're getting we're getting off we're getting off. Target. You're getting off. Target. Is this I'm Jesse's always triggered. Oh, Ben that has nothing to do with wrestling. Yeah, it's Ben. Okay, she's triggered. <laughs> Anyways, let's go. Let's go to the next match. Uh, match number five is Crush versus the Repo Man. Oh, the Battle of that. Demolition. That's my only note. Go ahead, guys. The tights on Crush were awful. But his what, music. What was he thinking? I know it's 1992. Hawaiian but really, Crush. What were you thinking? It's fluorescent colors. I get that, but it's like fluorescent purple and fluorescent orange. Yeah, like they don't go lame together now. But it even then, lame back then, orange and purple don't go together. When it, you go tell Crush that it's. <laughs> I not going to do that. I'm going to stay here. Well, he also passed. Away, yeah, he also so. passed away, which makes it quite tough. Yeah. Uh, this match was okay. It was it was an okay an enhancement match mm. for Crush. That's all it was. Like Repo Man, just it's kind of ironic kicked. how this match worked out though, because when he was part of Demolition, the other two people of Demolition carried him. Yeah, and now he's now he's got neon like, tights and he's the man. Yeah. You'd think that these two guys being together so long, you'd think they'd at least be able to have some ounce of chemistry. Yeah, and none, none at all. At all. Are you like trying to say that Rupert Man stole? No, I'm saying that these that, guys suck. Yeah, it was a terrible match. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna can I go in the finish? Is that it? Yeah. Alright. Uh so Repo Man jumps off the top rope because you know, that's where Repo Man does his most damage, I guess. Very much. And then crushes him with a very nice power slap. And instead of pinning him. Picks him up and does the stupid head crush. The crusher. No, that is the dumbest finisher in, in professional wrestling. What? Crush. He cr Greg Holly did it. <laughs> you are not helping your cause. What's with you bringing up these points? I just make you just <laughs> sink into this quicksand of BS. Uh, so he uses the head crusher. The crusher. Uh, Larry Zabisco. The cruncher. It's called the cranium crunch. <laughs> That, that's not what McMahon called it. He called it called the head crusher. Crunch. That's too okay, long so, so let's put in later then, because McMahon said head crusher at the okay. time. It's called cranium crunch? Cranium crunch. Okay, yes. so he uses the cranium crunch to win. Boo. I won't believe so if someone's eyes pop out. <laughs> that's right. 
Okay, first of all, what's our consensus? It is my job to be going. That's true. I couldn't wait for you. I had to say boo right away. You're so impatient. I am. <laughs> what is it with you young kids and your impatience? Oh, yes. So young. God. A two years difference between all of us. I know. Just two years apparently is a big difference. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Get me here. Let's go, let's go to this 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 match that is next. This match, this match that this is match. the next match well, that next is match. that is slightly better than the last match. Right. The WWE Championship. Say what? This early? Okay. WWE Championship. Middle we said say what? I'm just making sure you heard me in the second. Well, I did. You good? Okay. Just weird placement. All right. Who are you gonna replace me with? Nobody. I'm talking about the match placement. <laughs> you're so triggered. You're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> you know right. how I feel the other 23 hours of the day. You take one week off, Ben. <laughs> My show man, Randy Savage versus the Ultimate Warrior for the With WWE Championship. skin tight. Yeah, what? Singlet. What the hell is Warrior A muscle tissue. <laughs> A singlet? Why does he need muscles spray-painted on him when he's already ripped? Yeah. He's Ultimate. Makes no sense. And Savage's costume sucked too. What are you talking about? Yeah, that, that thing sucks. It's inspiration from Crush. Oh, <laughs> Holy God. crap, like between the colors of Macho Man's outfit and Warrior's outfit, like a kaleidoscope would have yeah, gotten epilepsy. Exactly, like awful. Also, the whole story in this match is that Mr. Perfect is going to be in one of the guy's corner. Well, it's definitely not Ultimate Warrior because when you see Ultimate Warrior coming out, like sprinting down the ring, I'm like, well, if Mr. Perfect was in his corner, he'd be like just freaking like Donovan <laughs> Bailey and Michael Jones. Johnson like sprinting down right beside him, so that ain't gonna happen. I so really, he's out. I really wish that that they would have had him come out with Ultimate Warrior and have Mister <laughs> Perfect running beside him and, and Ric Flair. And Ric Flair in his robe. Him going. Opportunity missed there, Vince. Yep. Opportunity missed. Want some good comedy. Oh geez. Um, but so that is the story. And to be honest, that story ruined this match. Because that's all the announcers talked about the entire it time. It was two matches in one. Yeah. You know? And it just got... It's, it was just... It's too confusing. It was just like uh, Savage's and Flair's match at WrestleMania for me. It was too yeah. convoluted. You could have had it without all the, the side stuff and just had a good match. Instead, they had to fill it with all this stuff. And it... And it Took away from it for me. But before all that. Before all that, yeah. There's, there's some stuff that happened. Well, that the warrior is reckless? No, uh, Do you want to tell well, about your boy just throwing um, people into turnbuckles? Listen, I like his entrance. Okay? <laughs> um, music's okay. Pretty standard pace by warrior. I, I love the... Op- the <laughs> I love the opening handshake. Yeah. Because they're cool. like, we're both respect... Like, <laughs> okay, to ultimate warrior's credit, he can spell. He just wants respect. R e s p e c t. He even spelt it to, to Savage. He spelt it to him. So yeah. he's he's smart. Yeah. Okay. And he talks about lawnmowers and one of his promos. But <laughs> very smart. Uh, and then I said, and then the the next thing I saw was I'm like, I don't think Warrior understands what a bear hug is meant to be <laughs> because he puts Savage in the bear hug for like four seconds and then just throws him away. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> like, um, and then Warrior. God bless his soul. He took a neck breaker and started selling the throat. Because it was his neck. Well, it's part of the neck. Yeah. 
<laughs> no. You want, you want me to apply a neck breaker on you? So I've taken a lot of neck breakers. It hurts can, the neck. I can tell you. He was pulling his throat as if he was being choked. Oh, warrior. What? You take a lot of DD. And then... Too. I did. And then the beautiful two-handed choke slam to the choke turnbuckle, the basically bottom. saying, Savage... You die Screw now. your safety. You die I'm now. I'm going to throw you back head first yeah. on the bottom of the turnbuckle. Awful. And so reckless. Savage had no way to bump safety for that. Yeah. So on that note, Warrior's the greatest wrestler of all time. <laughs> ben, what do you have Try to, to add to Try to top that, Ben. Yeah, to top that. wrestling god, Randy Savage. Well. He, he, is, <laughs> he is the better wrestler out of the three of our yeah, favorites. Know. That's yeah. for sure. I like the fact that this match was actually completely different from the one they had at WrestleMania 7. Minus the five elbow drops, yeah? Yeah. Well, Thank goodness. What, do you only do three this time? Savage <laughs> has definitely lost a step and it yes. showed in this because, I mean, I'm just... He needs a break. I look, at the, I look at these two and I'm just trying to... And I reflect back at WrestleMania 7 and where they were then and where they were in this match. And I'm going, yikes. You could tell that WWE needs to take a different direction. But is it also maybe because Warrior or sorry, oh. Savage knows Warrior's slower? Definitely, definitely. So maybe he slowed down a little bit on purposely. But did that not that? But he did. Or is he just needs a break? Yeah, it could be. Oh, did you actually know that um, they actually wanted to turn Warrior heel in this match <laughs> at one point? There was the idea that was thrown around that. So Mister Perfect could have been sprinting well, with him. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if he's going to sprint. He'd be like a slow jog. Apparently, Warrior shot the idea down like pretty much on the spot. Probably no. one of the better decisions he did make. So Steve Austin actually uh, said in one of the interviews recently that the Big Van Vader gimmick was actually passed to Warrior first. Okay. Can you imagine Ultimate Warrior? Well, he, he's reckless and enough And Steve to said be a... they made the best decision through the Vader's athleticism. And Size. ability, yeah. and agility. So, but that's just something I thought was really interesting for Steve Austin to say, and I thought it was relevant because Vader time. Carry on. But um, yeah, like you said, like the transition needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Like Savage, I understand. Like Savage was a commentator mostly, but they had to put him in a title run. But after he went back to the commentary because they they just wanted him, they wanted them out. Yeah, like as the uh, the full time guy, I. I get it. Savage still had a little bit of juice left, but nothing compared to what he was like three years prior, even yep. two. Uh, but um, I kind of I didn't mind the match as a whole. All right, so I'm going to go into the finish. So Mr. Perfect and Ric Flair come, like, just start attacking both guys. They finally come down, and then they perfect... Pulls Macho's leg. So then he start thinking always oh, with Warrior. And then he pulls Warrior's leg. Oh, whose side are they on? So it was just all oh, a ploy. And then they eventually, Perfect and Flair, just go after both guys as the ref takes bumps, two bumps. Well, and they take a, sh- a chair shot to Warrior first. Yeah. And then, um, and then on the outside, Savage tries to attack Flair and then eventually just takes a chair shot to the knee. That was a stupid spot, by the way. I mean, yeah. You kind of look at his face. It's like, hey, uh, when he's on the uh, the top row, he goes, hey, I figured everything out. Then he jumps on the flare who you can yep. clearly see has a chair like yes. right beside him. I'm going, Savage, yes. no. Not not a very no. good not a very good setup to the finish. Savage gets counted out. Uh, so Warrior wins the match by DQ. 
or by countout, and it's like, wow, that was a flat finish. Like, what are we doing here? But I, I don't know. I see more to the story coming. And there has to be. Uh, what's our consensus on this one? I still enjoyed the drama aspect of the match, even though you say it's convoluted. I don't know. I, I think it actually needed a little bit of that for it to be at least, uh, you know, presentable. Fair enough. For, fair enough. I was that, that extra shot in the arm for the really title match. Yeah. What are you What are you talking about over there? He was saying maybe it should have been a tag team match. But then I forgot oh, that perfect. Shut up. Could. Perfect can't wrestle. All right, let's go to the semi main event. All Which right. could have been the main event, but it's not the main event, baby. So it's a semi. With a double A, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I confuse myself. I'm going to forget how to speak properly. Um, Kamala versus The Undertaker. Hmm. The what? entrance, amazing. Which one? Undertaker. Undertaker. <laughs> You don't hey, like Kamala's entrance? I can't hey, you know what? You were asking which entrance was good. <laughs> so Taker comes out in a hearse, which is pretty cool. On. On a hearse, yeah. Hearse. He should have been in it. No. Yeah, man. That means he's the seat. Slide like, right like out with the coffin. Well, like him like laying beside the coffin in yeah, the back? Yeah, yeah. And he gets That's stuck trying to get out? Yeah. Well, funny. That would at least be What could cut. go wrong? <laughs> that that would have been really calm. Maybe Colbert got ran over by accident because he's running from the damn hearse? Because for me, this match was just awful. We're starting the phase of Taker's career where he faces awful wrestlers. All the time. Every I'm, day. I'm All so, day, every day. I'm so excited. I just can't I hide it. I'm about to lose control. I just can't fight it. <laughs> I wish you would have fought it there. I wish you would have fought that one. Ben, what's your thoughts on this? I got match? chills. What just happened? They're multiplying, <laughs> and I'm losing. Okay, you're doing it. You're doing a different song. I am. Yeah, I, I was we're doing. Like doing like oh, a, okay, we're doing a thing. And then okay. Ben did his. He's not adding anything. No, to he's it. he's like, I'm not doing this. All right, Ben. Well, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ben, what's your thoughts on this match, man? Or Come on, all right. Tell me before we start singing again. Yeah. The entrance was unreal. The match was awful. Unreal as well. Yeah. The other yeah. way. <laughs> the best part of the match was Undertaker coming to the ring. And after Kamala gave him the splash off the top rope. Oh, you haven't set the finish yet. So you can tell the finish. There's no, there's no notes. Yeah, know. you can, you can tell the finish. Go ahead, Ben. So basically, uh, just, uh, Kamala got disqualified because... For hitting him with a hat! For Kim Chi coming in and hitting The Undertaker with his hat. Undertaker is a, a believable force. And a hat. You're going like, no, no, you can't use a hat on Taker. Oh my god. He's loaded. So if go I was the referee doing this, I'm like, I, I'm not disqualifying you for hitting him a hat. Just get out. <laughs> so go on. No more hat. So then they proceed to just beat... The Undertaker down until he's unconscious. They keep giving him splashes again and Which again. Which are again. awful. It looked awful, yes. Um, well, Kamala didn't really have his extensive training as well. Then a lot don't of other do runners. a splash. Hey, do a headbutt. I never told Kamala he had to do a splash. God. Anyways, um, damn this guy. I hate so Kamala. Undertaker's ben? laying. Oh, Kamala. <laughs> Undertaker's God. laying flat on his back, and then Paul Bearer's urging him to get up. Slaps the side of the mat, and Undertaker just sits up and just snap stares at Kamala. And Kamala's face was just... That was just gold, the way he reacted. He was just like, huh? 
I got nothing else to add. It, that and was. Then, and then the chase down the aisle. I thought that was great. I thought it was so. I thought it was comical. It, like we were saying about Martell and Shawn Michaels, it's over the top comedy. It worked because they were talented. It doesn't work here. No, Undertaker. Was... Undertaker's talented. Yeah, he doesn't make up for Kamala's crappiness. Well, he was making up for Kamala's crappiness, actually. Okay. What's our consensus? I'm, I'm ending this. <laughs> I'm in the middle. Yeah, I can't remember what we've been... Uh, it's a boo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boo! <laughs> boo! There, thank you. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Let's go to the... That was that wasn't nice. Let's go to the main event, baby. All right, this is the main event, daddy of the main event. This is the that's all, folks. Match race for the Intercontinental Championship. Okay, and okay, okay. Let's do this. Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog. Greatest match in SummerSlam history, bar none. Wow, better than the unsanctioned. Well, I guess it wasn't. Un- it was unsanctioned, so it doesn't count as yeah. a match. Oh, he's talking about Sean Shaw and Triple H. No, 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 right. But it, no, but it wasn't. It wasn't technically a match. It can't be in yeah. there. No. So it's right. so why'd you bring it up? I don't know. You jerk. I know. Tap out. Just before the match, the bagpipers came out and played. Oh, that's right. And uh, and Bobby Heenan with another great line says he's always hated hard rock. <laughs> And then Roddy Piper comes out and, air quote, plays with them. But it was a good moment. And they then, play Scotland the Brave in England. That's right. <laughs> uh, Diana's interview beforehand was awful. Especially Sean Mooney just cutting her off the way he did. Like, well, dude. he was trying to get something from her and she looked like she was like terrified or something. He's like, I don't even know what to do here. So that was not good. But uh, And then the Bulldog match. came out with Lennox Lewis with the, Which I totally forgot with about. the flag. So that was pretty cool. And um, Olympic boxer for Canada, baby. That's right. That's right. And then we get to the match, and man, this match is good. This is okay. This is my main note that I have. This is the apex of the Intercontinental Championships stock and prestige before it starts to really dwindle, like it does in the upcoming years, and then so forth and so forth and so forth. It's at its apex right now for this match. He's okay. making a lot of concrete like yeah. statements. Mm, what do you got? Nothing like that. No, nothing. <laughs> do you agree with me? I do. Um, first thing I noticed is yeah. how agile Davy Boy is. Yes. Like crazy agile. Yep. Strong. I have the... noticed though he's kind of lost a little bit of the... I like it. The girth. Uh, I like it. Yeah. It's good. And, and, and now he can actually hit a crucifix, so that's nice to see. Oh, beautifully, too. Yep. I will say this is my favorite British Bulldogs attire ever. I love this attire with them. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the crucifix pin, there's a second attempt, and Brett reverses it. Yeah, into a Samoan drop. So pretty. Very nice. Uh, we've talked a lot about British Bulldog. Brett was absolutely amazing in this match. Oh, incredible. He, you could... Uh, there, there is a story that, that Bulldog's kind of out of it in this. He's fighting a staff infection and all this stuff. Um, yes. That's one side. One story. But you could tell that Brett is, is in charge and he's making this Brett thing Brett is the designer, he is the planner, and he is the architect of this entire thing. Yeah. 
And it, it's great. Uh, Bulldog almost kills Brett. Did you see his press slam botch where he yes. tried to run back and he yeah. threw him over the top rope? Holy moly. Yeah, I got a little freaked out with that. Yeah, I was like, whoa, that was sloppy. Like, what, did you see Warrior do it? And you're like, oh, that sounds like a great plan. <laughs> like. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of that one. I'm going to win today whether I like it or not. You, you, remember, the, you remember the wrestling classic tournament? Where yeah, Bulldog where he goes in into it, the rope, he yeah. He himself. Oh, yeah, that, that kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. Maybe Brett bugged him about him, so he's like, watch this. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you know, Brett running chest first in that turnbuckle every time looks oh. like he moves the ring two inches. Like, he just flies into that thing. I'm surprised the he velocity. doesn't. Velocity. I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't cave his chest in. He doesn't, like, doesn't go through it. Yeah. This is Bulldog's best match he's ever had. Yep. Thus far, yeah. Uh, beautiful top rope suplex. Yes. Yeah. Uh, considering what Davy Boy's fighting through on a personal level, very beautifully done. And then I've always loved Davy's vertical stalling suplex. Yeah. I've always loved it. That this, was that was his uh, that was his thing. Yeah. yeah. Like and like there's Nobody stories like, like uh, Rick Titan who played the fake Razor Ramones told me a story <laughs> where he took that. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! He was the fake Razor Ramones. Fake Razor. Yeah, he uh, he was telling us about how he took a power slam from Davey, and usually he'll post, but Davey just lifted him up like he was nothing. No, and he's like Rick's like it legit scared me with how strong, just naturally strong he was. And that move, like to this day, like Bobby Lashley has been using that as a finish. Yeah, so that just shows you how like that move still to this day is seen as a very powerful move. I loved also Brett, like when they're both laying on the ground at one point, and Brett starts puts on the sharpshooter as he's laying down. Yes, and turns him over, and he sits. And what I love about it too oh. is that Brett crosses the legs, and you could tell he's thinking he's like, "Oh no, wait!" And he crosses it <laughs> the other way, and then he does it like he excellence like, of execution. Yeah, er, like beautiful, like detail oriented, so inventive with that, like and he great sat stuff too. Oh yeah, he yeah, sat. Yeah, yeah. Oh. so. Do I don't have any... much notes because this match was just This match so was enjoyable. amazing. Everybody... You always tell when we have a good match compared to a bad match. If it's a bad match, we've got tons of notes and we'll just rip it we... to shreds. When we... it's a good match, we don't have any notes because we're enjoying it so much. We don't want to miss anything. Ben, do you got anything else to add before uh, we go to the finish? I mean, the, the Intercontinental Championship for WrestleMania 3, of course, is still the, like, the standard. But, I mean, this is a pretty this is a pretty close 1A. Yep. Oh, like the fat another thing that, that the thing that pissed me off in this was the stupid trumpet in the crowd that kept going on oh, for yeah. like 10 seconds yeah. oh my god like I I almost muted it that was frustrating and I, I love how they kept showing screenshots of uh, Diana yeah her being so worried yeah uh, it, it was neat but I kind of got annoyed to, with it by the end well, I was like okay come on this is the first time they've really involved like the yeah. family and the I guess I'm lines. thinking of 94 when the family is all over everything <laughs> well, in WWE. Yeah, well yeah, that's what I mean. Like this is the first uh this is the first of like the family actually being like introduced into the storylines here and then it just goes and then it just spreads like wildfire after this. So I'm going to do the finish now. Bret Hart cool. goes for a sunset flip and then as and then Bulldog just squats down and grabs both of his legs and just Folds no. to the front. One, two, three. Was this the first time someone's kicked out of the power slam? The running power slam? Yes. But it, I, I think at this time, too, guys are kicking out of moves. But it's the first time someone kicked out of the power yeah. slam, which That's was nice. Like, the fans were actually surprised. Yeah. Uh, so what's our consensus on this one? 
Who do you think it is? I don't know. Tell me. I will. You can't. He can't find it. Like. All right. Let's give a drum roll, please. We're going to do our scores and our best and worst. Ben's still on the Cuban juice here. He doesn't. He doesn't know how to work his phone. Takes one week off, man. One week. One week off. <laughs> All right, Ben. It's to you, brother. My performance. Break it down. Uh, <laughs> you want the score or performance? Whatever you want to do, All man. Right. Well, my score for this pay per view as a whole was six out of ten. I thought it was a great show. Great okay. Show. Okay. My performer of the night was Bret Hart. Okay. Because he was just the man in this. I can't say enough good things about him in this uh, in this match and uh, the way he carried it, designed it, and mm-hmm. pretty much just and did everything. the whole thing. Yep, yep. Ratio, I'd say, you know, 80-20. Oh, easily. Bulldog. But to Bulldog's credit, he did do every spot. Yeah. Like, he sucked it up and did every spot. Uh, my worst performer of the night is Nails because <laughs> Nails sucks. Really badly. <laughs> All right, Dave, can you top that? <laughs> I gave it a five point five out of ten. You're very unsure. No, I just I'm still thinking with the bulldog match and how good it was. But five point five out of ten. Uh, worst performer. I have to give it to Nails because he earned it. Oh, he sure did. He he really earned that one. And best performers, I gave the Bret Hart and British Bulldog. All right. Because that match was just solid, and they both had to do a lot of work to make it, you know, to pull it off, but mainly Brett. Yeah. I changed my performance repo, man. No. <laughs> um, he stole I, the show. I didn't like it as much as these two. I gave a 5 out of 10. I thought there was only two good matches on the card. Shawn Michaels, Rick Martell, and then Nails Bulldog, and, oh. Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah. yeah <nails laughs> and Jesus. Um, and those two matches really drove the score up. Uh, my best performer was Bret Hart, because uh, just amazing. Just Phenomenal. amazing. Uh, my worst performer, I'm going to go off, uh, Kamala. I hated his selling. I hated I hated his, <laughs> I hated his stupid dives off the ropes. Like, everything he did aggravated me. Like, Nails was bad, but I wasn't aggravated by his badness. I was aggravated. You expected Nails to be bad. Yes, yeah. And then, like, Kamala, I was like, no, no, I can't. So he got my worst performer. And then Ben, now Ben's looking at me, so I'm going to end this now. <laughs> so everybody follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hashtag squared circle rewind YYC. What? I'm not, I'm not, I'm just ignoring you. Just ignoring you. Um, you spoke to me, so you're not ignoring very well. Um, yeah, I'm in exactly. the middle, guys. Uh, you know, you got me distracted. Uh, <laughs> also, follow us on there because our social media maven here is going to put where, where our podcasts are available for the backlog if you want to take a listen on those. And then tune in on Thursday. I got to see the date here. Thursday, June 28th. When we fast forward to our next Rewind. WCW Halloween Havoc 1992. Well, we don't know if Jake Roberts and Sting are alive. We don't know. Because of the promo. Well, they exploded from their lasers. Lasers. Laser beams. And they shot at each other. Have a good night, everybody.